So, today we're going to complete Law of One Session 87, received May 12, 1982. It's not such a long session, it's uh, 29 exchanges, um, but uh, I'm taking our time, or my time, to go slowly through this, uh, particularly um, analyzing here where we are, uh, changes in terms of catalyst available in third density for people uh, after the veil, in particular relating to sexual energy transfers or sexuality, in particular uh, whether it's with love or without, or whether there is a green ray or above sexual energy transfer uh, associated with male-female sexuality or not. Uh, after the veil, things are different. And we, we ended last time <clears throat> at um, 87.22, in the middle of uh, orgasm, uh, and uh, the analogy was given by Ra that after the veil, um, the the green ray energy transfer was far less likely, meaning um, male female in sexual union, not always um, uh, being there in love or true open heart sharing. Uh, analogy to uh, lighting a bulb by two batteries in sequence in the proper way, you know, plus to minus and plus to minus, that that was not always the case after the veil. Don asked, what was the root cause of a no bulb lighting in 8721? Which really means, what is the cause of um, unloving sexuality? Uh, or sexuality that doesn't bring uh, green ray transfer and above, and Ross said the root cause of blockage is the lack of the ability to see the other self as the creator, or to phrase this differently, the lack of love. So obviously without love, there isn't green ray transfer. Uh, it's again <laughs> critical, I think, for everybody to understand or ponder what is love. You know, here we are in session 87, we're getting close to the end here. I think it's pretty critical that, that each person who cares, you know, about um, stable, continued polarization development on positive path, which I think we all care about, knows what love is well. Does know love well. And I'm not going to get into it or give a lecture on that here, but <clears throat> it's uh, synonymous or, or comparable to seeing, which means seeing, perceiving, thereby knowing others as creator, other and self as creator, what does that mean? In fact, I'm going to do uh, a lecture uh, on Ra's four practices, and I think I even did one, but I'm going to do it again, because it's a nice phrase, and I think it's a universal truth, um, all beings are the creator, but what does that mean? You know, Nityananda said, "All everyone is God. Okay, I got it, I agree. At essence, the essence of the beingness that manifests in the form of body, mind, spirit, or body, mind, spirit, and higher self, and totality complex, the seven-dimensional vehicle, or a seven-dimensional self. Uh, its true nature is its source, God, the Logos, creator. What is God, the Logos, creator? And so to ponder that, and to ponder love, is really important. You know, we hear the same words again and again, but our understanding may not be so deep. And so pondering core principles, like love or creator or unity is really important and karma and things like that 
So, <clears throat> um, without love, not seeing other as source, which is kind of hard for us under the veil uh, here in 3D, uh, then there may not be a green ray transfer in sex. So I'm going to skip over 8722, which we did last week, talking about the different timing of sexual desire peaking uh, for male and female associated with um, for the male being younger peaking, meaning strongest sexual desire uh, associated with the strength of uh, spermata or the power of sperm in the body of a male at a certain age to create fertilization and then the requirements for a woman, female uh, to give birth or to conceive, you know, conceive and bear, bear and con conceive and bear and suckle. I talked about um, needing this ongoing sexual desire. That's not the same as um, sexual addiction, but it is um, a very observable, real difference in that <clears throat> uh, women can be highly sexual through their thirties and forties, and men are declining, generally. But then, you know, there's a lot more to consider, and everybody's unique. Uh, Don was asking about, then, from this differential of peaking sexual desire between male and female and by the different ages, 8723, the new material, and if we can finish this, um, I'd like to look into session 32 after we finish session 87, because there's core material core teaching on seven rays um, and sexual transfers <clears throat> starting from red to violet um, in, a, in a way of course we covered this long ago but it's very important uh, and useful to review the new material 8723 Don asks in addition why is the ratio of male to female orgasms so heavily loaded on the side of the male <clears throat> meaning in sexual union, um, it often happens, I guess it's more general, that men have an orgasm and women may or may not. Uh, Ra explains, we refer now to the yellow ray physical body, or if you will, body complex. At this level, meaning at when we're analyzing at the physical, biological level, <clears throat> the distinction is unimportant. <laughs> the male orgasm, which motivates the sperm forward to meet its ovum, is essential for the completion of the red ray desire to propagate the species. The female orgasm is unnecessary <clears throat> for that for that process. Again, as mind-body-spirit complexes begin to use the sexual energy transfer to learn, to serve, and to glorify the One Infinite Creator, the function of the female orgasm becomes more clear. <clears throat> and it came in a much later session what the uh, metaphysics of female orgasm is all about, it is quite esoteric, actually, and deep and important. Um, but for the uh, purely <clears throat> biological imperative of um, the human species, which Ra calls the red ray desire to propagate the species, meaning to make a new body, <clears throat> which every, <clears throat> excuse me, is the instinct of every biological organism um, to continue <clears throat> propagating its own body forms for its own uh, survival uh, as a species on the planet 
um, the female orgasm is not important, but the male is critical. <clears throat> and so, in terms of physical body, yellow ray body complex, which is, you know, Rod variably described or explains what body complex is, uh, but you can say overall it's physical and non-physical. Uh, it's yellow ray because we're talking about a third density form or body, but there's a space-time physical, biological, and a time-space <clears throat> astral and non-physical uh, energy form of the yellow ray body too. But um, in the case of the male where orgasm motivates sperm forward, so it's associated with, um, you know, shooting it out. Uh, it's essential for the completion, it's essential for propagating the species. For the female orgasm, it isn't, or female orgasm isn't critical for fertilization. However, female orgasm is very esoteric and very important, actually, for higher transfers for both. Uh, <clears throat> and then that's why Ra explains that later on the path or as the individuals uh, move to the adept position or green and blue uh, chakras are developed further then uh, sexual energy or sex sex if one is using sex if one's not celibate um, sexuality on the path uh, and sexual energy transfer uh, as a support for the path the path of seven ray development. That's the spiritual path. Um, the female orgasm along the way becomes increasingly important. And then Ra's explaining that this uh, higher level of the path and higher usage of female orgasm and higher understanding and the value of female orgasm is associated with this, with learning, serving, and glorifying the one infinite creator. This is a very concise way of understanding the functional developments that occur along the path, the path being seven-ray development, the functional developments or functional improvement being associated with learning or knowing or understanding, right? Um, fourth ray, love and understanding. Fifth ray, wisdom, discernment, and deep knowing. And seeing, sixth ray, third eye, um, seeing reality beyond thinking. Uh, associated then with service and meaning being of greater benefit to others, you know? I mean, the measure of a person's ability to serve others is the measure of their own seven-ray development. What else? So people who uh, seek to reform society or help others uh, but neglect the inner um, have very limited, are, are very limited in their helping, whether they know it or not. And it's much easier to teach others than to rectify the self <laughs> because the teaching of others you know has a lower standard we may think we're doing well um, we may not really be um, offering them what they can use but rectifying the self or clearing lower chakra blockages and uh, developing true you know love wisdom balance uh, is, is a piece of work is difficult and so learning, serving, and glorifying uh, associated with sex. Yeah, of course. It's a sec the spiritual use of sexuality. 87.24 As to the ratios um, Ra first in 87.23 explains well 
basically, since male orgasm is associated with propagation of the species and female orgasm isn't, uh, it's more associated with higher development. Therefore, it's more common that you, you know, it's therefore understandable that more often in sex, the male has orgasm, the female doesn't, okay? What was the ratio before the veil? Don asked, 87-24. Ross said, the ratio of male to female orgasms before the veil, or veiling, was closer to one to one, by a great deal, as the metaphysical value of the female orgasm was clear and without shadow. So, before the veil, all was clear, all was revealed. Uh, now, with the veil, or this thicker curtain between conscious subconscious, there's lots of shadow, meaning lots of uh, unseen uh, reality, lots of reality unseen, reality of who we are, our psychological process, metaphysical truths, all sorts of things, Causa causation, causality, uh, our own deep beliefs, our own deep values, our own deep sense of self. All sorts of things are, are veiled to us or shadowed. So before it was closer to one to one. Eighty seven twenty five, Don asked, is it meaningful to give this ratio in early fourth density, which would be positive and negative? And if so, would you do that? Meaning what's the ratio of male and female orgasm in four D? Ross said, In many ways it is quite meaningless to speak of orgasm of male and female in higher densities as the character and nature of orgasm becomes more and more naturally a function of the mind-body-spirit complex as a unit, meaning a whole um, a holistic union. And it may be said that the, that the veil in fourth density is lifted and the choice has been made. In positive polarities, 4D positive, true sharing is almost universal. In negative polarities, 4D negative, the true blockage, so that the conqueror obtains orgasm, the conquered almost never, is almost universal. In each case, you may see the function of the sexual portion of experience as being a most efficient means of polarization. And so, in 4D positive, uh, true sharing being almost universal, no veiling, obviously, and no shadowing of uh, reality or knowing um, other is seen as a creator or seen as uh, a as it's as uh, our true being the true nature true being of each is seen by each or the true nature of each is seen by all as well uh, partners are chosen by high by by a very clear recognition of compatibility so the most compatible partner would be the mated pair. Uh, the mated pair would include, or would be uh, chosen by a recognition of who's most compatible. Now, it may not be that there's one for one for each being in 4D positive or any fourth density positive group. Any being may have more than one partner in any one lifetime, I imagine. They may have more than one partner through the course of that group's evolution in 4D positive. Um, there are probably groups in 4D positive that begin with a kind of um, free love kind of situation, meaning uh, it's all free love, <laughs> but, um, you know, polygamy or polyamory is probably common in some 4th density positive groups. Uh, it may be used by some positive, some 4th density groups 
all the way throughout fourth density, and other groups may evolve from, poly, from polyamory to uh, you know monoamory, <laughs> or going to a mated pair, or mated pairing is established earlier in the fourth density cycle for depositive. Mm, there, there are countless variations, I'm sure, but since there's no veil, since they can see others as the creator in their true nature and as um, their own level and the, the relative development of each, meaning, you, you know, we all may be the creator essentially in true nature. Meanwhile, in time and space, <laughs> we have distortions and in block and blockages and imbalances. And in 4D positive, uh, they're not Buddhas and they're not Bodhisattvas. They're on their way. So um, the, the apparent distortions, imbalances are seen and the essential true nature is also seen. Uh, and so um, it's n not only that, but um, because of the greater experience of unity, even in fourth density, without the veil, 4D positive, um, what is experienced as orgasm is quite different than how we have identified or allocated orgasm more to a physical function, which it is, right? It can be profoundly metaphysical and spiritual if it's green ray and above, but um, we call orgasm a function of the body. But actually, in 4D positive and up, it's more and more naturally a function of the unified mind-body-spirit complex, and so there can be orgasm upon simply, um, you know, touching the hand or even laying eyes upon the beloved in 4D positive and above. Um, it's, <laughs> it has been experienced, and uh, <clears throat> you can see, you know, Mr. Spock, who's very clearly 4D positive or 5D positive, uh, if not more, in the original Star Trek, uh, where he's just putting, you know, a hand on the, on the temple, the forehead, and knowing the mind, the Vulcan mind melt, or uh, touching fingertips with the beloved, or forehead to forehead, like, you know, maybe Eskimos touching noses, like that. And um, there can be uh, joy and a kind of orgasm uh, without sexual intercourse, of course, in, in higher dimensions, and here, actually, but that <laughs> takes a profound development of the seven rays so that a being could experience uh, mind-body-spirit orgasm uh, without coitus here in 3D yellow ray body. But you can see things are quite different upstairs than in the negative polarities, 4D negative. True blockage is universal rather than true sharing. True means holistic, unified. True blockage means um, a, a whole being blockage is um, is you know is um, a feature of sexual union in 4D negative. Uh, real blockage, <laughs> green ray blockage, and other chakras. So that again, it's a true S and M or power imbalance of power dichotomy um, relation. There's a conqueror and a conquered, a top and a bottom, a dominant and a submissive, but it's not just dominant and submissive, it's really uh, controller and controlled, user and used. It's not, it's, it's not cute, it's not play, uh, it's um, quite black, and um, 
you know, it's not love. <laughs> it's really um, what we would call true abuse or use so that the top or the conqueror, the one who has greater power in the 4D negative uh, hierarchy, um, uses and uh, has orgasm. And the one that is used uh, doesn't. And that's the end of that. And um, it's what we would call objectification. Um, the other, you know, the, the dominant is totally objectifies uh, the one that's used. So there's nothing actually fun or cute about it. It's nothing uh, trendy or fashionable like BDSM may be portrayed these days. Um, it's um, true dominance and um, there's no happiness in it. Then, <clears throat> in, in either case, um, the sexual portion of experience or sex um, helps beings in in 4D positive and 4D negative on both paths uh, efficiently polarize further. Don asks a long question, 86, 87, 26. Don just says yes to it. Um, and so we can assume Rob, yes, is saying I, yes, Rob will expand on it. Uh, Don's long statement here is, in our illusion, we have physical definitions for possible transfers of energy. We label them as the conversion of potential to kinetic or kinetic to heat and examine this with respect to its increasing entropy. This is a physics perspective. When we speak of sexual energy transfers or other more basic forms of energy, I'm always at a loss to properly use, you might say, the terms, since I'm not understanding and probably can't understand the basic form of energy that we speak of. So the question is, what, what are we talking about energy? However, I intuit that this is the energy of pure vibration, that is, at the basic level of our illusion, meaning 3D space-time, that vibration, that vibration between the space and the time portion of the space-time continuum, and yet somehow is transferred into our illusion in a more basic form than that. Could you expand on this area for me, please? Ross said, yeah. Uh, so when we're talking about energy transfer, what is the nature of the energy being transferred? Uh, and it's a type of energy, we can say. It's actually, it seems to me, intelligent energy, which is the, the core, the, the essential vibratory vibration, is essential vibration, vibratory phenomena or, or, or vibration itself. That, that is associated with, with, dif with the seven rays that, that differentiate as to the seven colors uh, coming from intelligent energy. So let's see what Ra has to say, 8727. Ra said, you are correct in assuming that the energy of which we speak in discussing sexual energy transfers is a form of vibratory bridge between space-time and time-space. Although this distinction is not apart from that which follows, that which follows may shed light upon the basic statement. Due to the veiling process, the energy transferred from male to female is different than that tra transferred from female to male. Due to the polarity difference of the mind-body-spirit complexes of male and female, the male, the male stores physical energy, the female mental and mental emotional energy. When third density sexual energy transfer is completed, 
the male will have discharged the en- the male will have offered the discharge of physical energy. The female is thereby refreshed, having far less physical vitality, meaning to begin with. At the same time, if you will use this term, the female discharges the efflux of its stored mental and mental emotional energy, thereby offering inspiration, healing, and blessing to the male, which by nature is which by nature is less vital in this area. At this time, we may ask for one more full query. And Ra pulls in um, the tarot archetypes, answering 87.28. Don asking, why is the male and female nature different? Uh, meaning the male, biological, the biological male, male mind-body-spirit complex versus the biological female, mind-body-spirit complex. Why are they different? And I'll answer this or explain, you know, read and then integrate Ra's answer, 87.28. Ra said, when the veiling process was accomplished, to the male polarity was attracted the matrix of the mind, and to the female, the potentiator of the mind, conscious-unconscious. To the male, the potentiator of the body, to the female, the matrix of the body. May we ask if there are any brief queries before we close this working. And so, um, after the veil, to the male polarity was attracted or the male gender or biological male my body spirit complex biological male body for a my body spirit complex was naturally more resonant with matrix of mind and potentiator of body and uh, if anybody wants to do that quick i'm not sure but matrix of mind obviously is magician potentiator of body i forgot but <laughs> If anybody wants to write here on the Skype window in real time the names of matrix of body, potentiator of body, I can pull it in. Otherwise, we see to the male biological body manifestation of a being or my body spirit complex was attracted or is more resonant naturally with matrix of mind, potentiator of body. To the female biological incarnate form of mind-body-spirit complex was attracted potentiator of mind and matrix of body. And so that's very interesting. So to the male is cards 1 and 9. To the female, cards 2 and 7. That itself, the geometrics actually have some bearing, but we won't get into that. Uh, And so there's a different resonance in archetypal function or archetypal there's a differential, different archetypal resonance between male and female bodies. That um, potential or that distinction um, is um, offered in a holistic way when there's a green ray transfer between male and female beings or bodies uh, or higher. And Ra explains that at 87.27. So, first of all, yes, indeed, sexual energy transfer represents a kind of vibratory bridge or a unified um, composite conglomerate of space-time, time-space energetics. So, obviously, um, in space-time physical, there's a male body and a female body, because that's what we're talking about, is male body, female body. 
that's the space-time physical union. When there's green ray transfer and above, uh, there's also brought in a time-space energy transfer. Uh, the nature of the energy that's transferred, um, we can say, comes from time-space and goes into space-time, but there's an interplay. Uh, how the male feels, how the female feels, how the woman feels, how the man feels, after sex in sexual union in which there was a green ray transfer and above would be different too. That is sort of a manifestation of the time-space um, carry-through or influx from time-space into the physical, meaning in his body, in her body, the male and the female feel differently and have a different experience after a green ray sexual transfer or above. So it's a vibratory, it's a bridge, it's a vibratory bridge, it's vibratory integration between embodied space-time experience and non-physical, metaphysical time-space um, association with the different energy complexes available, like physical energy and vital energy and mental energy and mental spiritual, or mental, uh, mental emotional. Now, how this is explained is a little confusing um, because Ron has not really talked about mental emotional energy before. Just a second. Yeah, High Priestess is uh, card two, but I'm talking about cards seven and eight. Uh, during the veiling pro, due to the veiling process after the veil in 3D physical, um, then you you see, and that's that's another aspect of the veiling is a um, increased differential between male and female bodies, and increased differential uh, or different experience between male and female embodied beings experience of higher transfers too, or experience of what higher sexual energy transfers um, result in uh, after the veiling the nature of the energy that's transferred from male to female is different than that's trans that, that is transferred from female to male. And so there's a further differentiation of male and female biological form and their energetics, just like this, you know, to the male is uh, resonant, is attracted or is more resonant, uh, the magician, <laughs> card one, and uh, matrix of mind and potentiator of body versus the female body or being uh, attracted to potentiator of mind and a matrix of body uh, due to these differences after the veiling uh, what's happened or do you know this uh, different resonance with the archetypes one two and seven eight the, the male um, <clears throat> the male stores physical energy and again, there's physical energy complex, there's vital energy complex, there's mental energy complex, or energy transfer, and there's spiritual energy complex, or transfer. So any, any energy complex can allow a potential transfer. So transfers are associated with various energy complexes, or complices. So there's physical energy complex, and then transfer. There's vital energy complex and transfer, 
there's mental energy complex and transfer. Here is brought in mental mental emotional. Why Ra didn't say spiritual, I'm not sure. I guess it's not. Because we're talking about um, body, mind-body. We're not really talking about spirit um, distinctions in male and female bodies. We're talking about this polarization or distinction between male and female bodies after the veiling is more associated with um, differentials of mind-body um, and therefore not spiritual energy complex, meaning the spirit energy complex itself may not have been so much changed after the veiling, but uh, all other energy complices that are associated with mind-body uh, were altered, like physical energy complex or its attraction to male, male body, and vital energy complex, and it's being fed by partly physical and mental and spiritual, meaning the difference in vital energy of male and female is associated with their difference between the attraction, you know, what, what, which energy complices were attracted to which biological body after the veiling. So it's super complicated. So for the female, you have this attraction, uh, archetypal attraction, um, of potentiator of mind, matrix of body, that, um, is different, has different effects on physical energy complex, vital energy complex, and mental energy complex. So, and the same thing with the male, um, having, um, you know, this, this natural resonance with matrix of mind and storing physical energy, while the female uh, has this attraction to matrix of body uh, and potentiator of mind and then stores mental and mental-emotional energy. Mental-emotional is probably more associated with third and second chakra, while physical more associated with first chakra. And physical energy is different than vital, where vital energy is a composite, it seems, of physical, mental, and spiritual. So here we see this term mental-emotional, which is a more integrated mental than mental only. <laughs> um, it's more and it's a more embodied expression of mental energy or experience of mental energy than just what's called mental energy transfer. So mental emotional, where emotional is more associated with second chakra, water element, mental I think more associated with third chakra, fire element. So, but this is um, why men and women feel differently after sex. <laughs> why the woman may want to talk and the man want to sleep. <laughs> generally, he uh, she's feeling energized. Uh, and he's feeling depleted, but he may be feeling inspired or uh, enriched emotionally, spiritually, I think, not just mental, emotional, but spiritual, uh, and but physically depleted. And so this is the esoterics of, uh, of a loving sexual union, uh, consequent, you know, uh, the aftermath of loving sexual union between male and female. Here we see uh, the male having offered the discharge of physical energy or discharging, offering that discharge, offering physical energy. The female therefore feels refreshed. The male may feel depleted. And the female may also be more, um, may, may have her physical and even vital health, vital energy complexes uh, brought, brought up, just like Carla did with the sexual with her sexual experience, I think, with Jim, um, that was part of the maintenance of the contact. 
um, helping her physical energy complex is bisexual transfer, by loving sexuality. Then for the woman, feeling refreshed or um, with with um, uh, increased physical complex energy levels, um, while she normally has f less physical vitality, and here we see the word vitality, so there's vital energy complex that's fed by physical, mental, and spiritual. Therefore, there's the physical aspect of vitality, just like there's mental vitality and spiritual vitality, uh, as the vital energy complex is a composite. Uh, the physical portion of the vital energy may be amped up or upped or increased by, would be, I guess, by loving sexual union and orgasm. But you see, it happens whether there's orgasm or not. Then, in terms of the female offering to the male, she discharges the efflux, or um, surplus, actually, of her stored mental and mental-emotional energy. Uh, that is, you know, women as inspiration. Um, the female as inspirational, the muse. And, uh, you know, throughout history, uh, lots of creative men have felt profound inspiration from women. And so um, that's normal. That's metaphysical. That's a result of the metaphysics here of post-veiling um, difference, uh, dif you know, archetype resonance, archetypal resonance differential, the differential of archetypal resonance <laughs> to the male and female bodies, the male and female people, right? He's a boy, she's a girl, so you think. Actually, it's just the biological and the mental, but, you know, the physiological to some extent, and the mental um, obviously affects the spiritual, but um, <laughs> the identity of the being is not the gender or biology of the body, obviously. Meanwhile, it, it has a role in sexual transfer here, shown pretty clearly. Not only that, um, but there are certain metaphysics or circuitry to the pranic flow in the body or body-mind-spirit complex of a biological female, biological male, or a man and a woman. And that also takes place or, or has something to do with orgasm uh, when we talk about female orgasm, the esoterics, the higher level. It, it's beyond just this simple transfer of what each stores in surplus to the other which has less but you get a sense the male storing physical energy transfers it the woman feels refreshed um, because normally she has less physical vitality or vitality from physical complex <coughs> then um, with the green ray and above sexual transfer comes the female, the woman, discharging, offering, sharing, um, giving forth her surplus of stored mental, mental, and emotional energy, um, which is really um, ultimately inspirational, offering inspiration, healing, and blessing. Now, to call it offering healing is, is mistaken, obviously, because the self heals the self. What um, the, the transfer of mental, mental, emotional energy doesn't heal, but it makes it easier for the male, in this case, to heal himself, of course. So it's offering inspiration or the capacity for inspiration and the capacity for healing. It's not even offering, it's, it's um, um, supporting 
the <laughs> supporting the uh, self-generated inspiration and self-healing to of the male. Now it may be a blessing because um, we're talking about you know mental, mental, emotional energy. We're talking about green ray. We're not just talking about uh, you know some thought or some thought form transfer. This is not a thought form transfer. It's a, a non-conceptual energy transfer. In this case, uh, of that which leads to inspiration, which is really um, we could say to some extent a unified mind-body experience, uh, but it touches the spiritual or the it you know it's centered in the heart. But this is again why uh, a loving sexual union, whether it's partnership mating or not, part mated partnership or not, a love loving sexual union. Uh, is good for both male and female in the case when we're talking about male and female uh, where the male gets what he's in uh, what he may have less of such as mental mental emotional and I would say really uh, resonant with spiritual blessing inspiration for his own development and self-healing for the woman she gets physical vital or physical that supports vital and physical physical transfer that energy transfer that supports not only her well-being physically but also her vitality overall which then goes to mental and spiritual complexes too of course so that's a big deal and it only happens with male and female biological bodies i don't think Ra's being sexist or homophobic here there's just laying it out this is the metaphysics if you think Ra's wrong that's great and if you think Ra's this is correct then that's great too whatever you like then, um, and Ra explains the difference basically because of the these metaphysical polarities of male and female biological bodies. Simple as that. After the veiling, different than before the veiling, but after the veiling, uh, there was a greater polarity between male and female biological bodies, and uh, the result of that is a certain potential for transfer in sex in green ray and above based sexuality for male and female biological beings male and female biological based beings or men and women boys and girls and so <clears throat> that's um, simply the metaphysics of post veiling um, polarity uh, in uh, energy dynamics of male and female biological bodies and how that establishes a potential that can be of benefit on the path for male and female beings in sexual union where there's uh, love uh, and and higher where there's um, the development of, of real love and honesty basically because that's what blu-ray comes in here is honesty you know rigorous or a real commitment to honesty, a real sincere commitment to honesty. I want to reveal what is, I want to see what is, I want to speak what is, you know. I want to hear truth, I want to speak truth, I want to see truth, I want to know truth, and I want to be corrected if I'm mistaken. And uh, I assume you want to be corrected if you're mistaken too. Um, or it's clear you do, and me too. And we're all, about, we're all learning. Um, 
but we need to um, acknowledge that we're often mistaken. Uh, so, you know, the uh, mystic Christian says, pray for truth. If you pray for truth, union with God or union with all or union and green rag comes naturally. So praying for truth, praying for discernment is a commitment to seeking truth. So anyway, we see the differences between male and female, biological bodies, metaphysics, and how that plays out in sexual union. Uh, and that'll be about the end of the discussion here in session 87. Uh, 8729, the conclusion, Don asks, is there anything we can do to make the instrument more comfortable or improve the contact? Ross says, we shall find the suggested readjustment of the sensor helpful. The alignments are good. You have been conscientious, my friends. We leave you now in the love and in the light of the one infinite creator. Go forth, therefore, rejoicing merrily in the power and in the ineffable peace of the one infinite creator. Adonai. And that closes session 87. Now, <clears throat> I'd like to, in the last 15 minutes here, direct your attention kindly uh, to session 32. I sent the link there. Session 32 received um, earlier. Um, so session 87 was May... 1982. Session 32 was February 81, a year earlier. Uh, in session 32, we see um, very important answers from Ra regarding um, sexual polarity as catalyst in evolution. Starting with 32.2, Don focused well on the topic at hand how sexual polarity, meaning this male-female biological energy, you know, the, the metaphysical different, the metaphysical polarity of male and female biological bodies, and how that plays into sexuality, or is used on the path. Uh, how sexual polarity acts as a catalyst in evolution, and how to make, how to best make use of the catalyst. And so Don at 32.2 started with um, asking for the difference between orange and yellow ray activation, second, third ray, chakras, uh, what's going on. And <clears throat> Ra explains these chakras in 32.2 and all the way and, and uh, going further in terms of the nature of that chakra or ray and its functions and how it relates to sexuality onto two paths after the vow. So I'm just going to read some of this <clears throat> and um, see how much I can get done in the next 15 minutes. 32.2, Ross said, The orange ray, second ray, is that influence or vibratory pattern wherein the mind-body-spirit, or mind-body-spirit complex, expresses its power on an individual basis. Thus, power over individuals may be seen to be orange ray, meaning negative polarization activity. This ray, second ray, orange, has been quite intense among your peoples on an individual basis. You may see in this ray the treating of other selves as non-entities, slaves, chattel, uh, or chattel, thus giving other selves no status whatsoever, or whatever. And that is the negative use of orange ray, or orange ray blockage, or orange ray 
used by those on the negative path. And so orange ray is not only the personal sense of self, it's in relation, it's the use of power, personal power in relation to others, individuals. So the use of power uh, in relation to other individuals, the relationship between self and other individuals overall, whether there's um, acceptance of the other's free will or a desire to control them. Positive is, you know, seeing self as other self on the positive path or the way with love and unity or second, you know, when orange ray in, in function uh, is infused by green and indigo, uh, awareness of love and non-control, the value of non-control and acceptance, unconditional accepting, and indigo ray, awareness of unity, the unity of all, that is, um, <clears throat> when that's brought into orange ray, then there's, the, there's no negative use uh, of orange ray or no negative polarization, and there's no power over other individuals there's treating other individuals as you treat yourself. Meaning, Gongsu, Confucius, don't do unto others as you don't want them to do to you. <clears throat> that doesn't actually work for the negatives because they at some level accept that others will treat them as a slave or chattel. That's why they're willing to get kicked around in all of the hierarchical, hierarchical organizations in which they partake. They, you can't really say don't you not want to be treated like a slave or a pawn or a minion? They'll say, uh, it's my path <laughs> to, be a, uh, to be the master's slave until I kick his ass and enslave him. <clears throat> so Con Con Confucius' uh, dictum or, or axiom uh, of the golden rule doesn't work for those on the negative path because they accept that they're going to be chattel until they are dominant over their... Um, superiors in the future but um, raw um, indicates that this ray orange ray has been quite intense among your peoples on an individual basis because it is individual to individual here while yellow ray is individual to the group but how we treat other individuals is a direct outgrowth on how we feel about ourselves how we feel about ourselves <clears throat> deep beliefs uh, regarding identity and self-worth and our values. Deep beliefs, deep core beliefs, second ray, about how we feel about ourselves associated with our worth, our identity, uh, and our values, which come out of our sense of worth and identity. Uh, uh, that um, the sense of self, the personal sense of self, is the basis for how we treat other individuals. And when Ra had talked about the orange ray drop-down or humanity being significantly orange ray, they're not only saying that people are self-centered, idios, idios, the, the self-circumscribed person who has no relation to the social or little, <clears throat> not only um, the limited view or the, the, the small-mindedness of those that are primarily self-centered and don't really care about the collective, but Ra's also talking about the uh, because we're talking second ray blockage. <laughs> That's why people are stuck in orange ray. It is blockage. And we're also talking about abuse or treating others, um, putting others down or dominating, controlling others. That there's a whole lot of individual harming done by individuals or relational abuses in this world at this time.
this ray has been quite intense among your peoples on an individual basis, power over other individuals is of orange ray blockage. So a healthy sense of self is orange ray non-blockage. Um, a uh, damaged sense of self is orange ray blockage, which leads to exercising power over others and at most enslaving or using them in a completely uh, heartless way. And then that can manifest in sexuality, obviously. Then we jump to yellow ray, <clears throat> and Ross says, the yellow ray, third, is a focal and very powerful ray, it's a primary ray, and concerns the entity in relation to, shall we say, groups, societies, or large numbers of mind-body-spirit complexes. This orange, we correct ourselves, this yellow ray vibration, third ray, third chakra, solar plexus, is at the heart of bellicose actions. It's a drop-down heart in which one group of entities feel the necessity and the right of dominating other groups of entities and bending their wills to the wills of the masters. The negative path, as you would call it, uses a combination of the yellow ray and the orange ray in its polarization patterns. These rays, used in a dedicated fashion, orange and yellow, will bring about a contact with intelligent infinity. Hey, hey, that's what allows harvestability on negative path to 40 negative. <clears throat> Believe it or not, this is the only this is the only source you'll find other than few weak copycats that explains how those are, that there is a negative path that can make contact with intelligent infinity. This is not saying evil is good. This is not moral relativity. This is saying there are two paths. There are two ways you can go by, but in the long run, there's still time to change the road you're on if you're playing left. These rays, orange and yellow, used in a dedicated fashion, will bring about a contact with intelligent infinity. Seventh ray. The usual nature of sexual interaction, if one is yellow or orange in primary vibratory patterns, meaning where one rests in the column of red to violet, normally, the usual nature of sexual interaction, if one is in yellow or orange in primary vibratory patterns, is one of blockage and then insatiable hunger due to blockage. When there are two cells vibrating in this area, orange, orange, yellow, the potential for polarization through the sexual interaction is begun. Negative way. One entity experiencing the pleasure of humiliation and slavery, or bondage, the other experiencing the pleasure of mastery and control over another entity. In this way, a sexual energy transfer of negative polarity is experienced. You can say it's an orange and yellow sexual energy transfer. It certainly further blocks heart. It comes from blocked heart. It furthers their further cremating of care, their heart chakra further blocked. <clears throat> the highest level negatives that you'll see publicly in photographs or online or in the world, because they you know, <laughs> the, the highest levels are invisible. You'll never see them. But physically. But the highest levels that are publicly visible, you'll see what their face looks like. Uh, normally uh, a bony, thin nose, um, thin, tight lips, uh, uh, mouth tight, um, average chin, or sometimes a little bit big, big chin, sometimes bony face, beady eyes, or careful, very intelligent eyes, very alert and quick eyes, uh, and a pretty big forehead, generally. Uh, they're not much fleshy, they're more bony. Um, the fire of awareness or intelligence is shine pretty bright in the eyes, but there's a darkness to the eyes and the sockets or the, um, the round the eyes. 
and the nose is you know shows a high mental over emotional and the mouth shows a great control generally um, like the gray's mouth right a slip for horizontal slip and the the chin is um, normally not weak but it's not necessarily excessive because their use of will is pretty well um, established they know what they're doing with will they don't need a prominent chin to compensate for a weak will they don't need they don't show a weak chin for deficient will they know what they're doing but um, the orange blockage which is associated with very distorted deformed notions of self of course that leads the self to want to exercise power and dominance over other individuals and then to the yellow ray blockage which is associated with um, relation to the group or the collective and um, is associated particularly about identification um, of the self with one's own group feeling the right and the duty and the obligation to exercise dominance over the other like holy war meaning divinely justified aggression, dominance, control um, enslavement of the other bending their will to their own uh, the negative path is uh, into all that, and you see that happening in the world. <laughs> you see that with software companies that uh, don't tell you, don't give you more options, but they actually force you to make upgrades and uh, do things their way <clears throat> because they don't know anything other than control and they want to remain relevant. Uh, in the case of those who are yellow or orange and primary vibratory patterns, which is probably, sadly, 80% of humanity, that seems to be the repeater percentage here. I would assume 80% of the people on Earth of 7.5 billion, 80% will repeat 3D, which I would mean, which would mean, it seems to me, that those 80% is probably primary vibratorily or in their primary vibratory patterns yellow or orange the ones that are more emo people are more emotional <clears throat> and self-centered in a very um, simplistic way are more orange which is the majority and that's the sheeple the so-called sheeple the unthinking and those that are thoughtful <clears throat> that are um, struggling for higher positions in the social uh, pecking order are more yellow in their primary vibratory pattern, I would think. Uh, their primary way is of blockage, <laughs> and their sexuality is um, that of dominant submission in a uh, loveless way. You know, there's, there's, there's a sort of dominant submission that um, is associated with, I think, green love, green um, yin-yang, you know? Um, the very real power differential of yin-yang <clears throat> which plays out to male and female biological bodies, which plays out in any relationship, actually, male, male to male, female to female, male and female. There's a, the polarity of will or power, uh, will power, and that polarity um, is akin to a universal principle of yin yang or uh, love light, which is perverted in a true S and M or dominant submission uh, or top bottom master-slave, user-abused, user-and-used-abused. We're not just talking about, you know, playing. We're talking about hardcore um, violence, <clears throat> actually, 
when when uh, that that can be seen as actually a perversion of the very uh, of the divine principle of yin yang, which is a power differential or a a, a polarity between love and light, the the basis of intelligent energy itself. So, um, but in this case. The, the sexuality of those that are significantly orange and yellow blocked is uh, insatiable hunger due to that blockage. Then when both people are that way, the potential for polarization, meaning continued negative polarization through sex, begins or is offered. And then we're talking about the pleasure of humiliation and slavery or bondage. The one who wants to be humiliated. <clears throat> now that's psychopathology normally from a perspective of love, but <clears throat> it's the normal way of um, negative use of sexuality for the bottom, or the one with less um, will power. For the other one with greater will and power, <clears throat> there's a pleasure, it's not really, it's a, it's a pleasure, but it's more of a intoxicant, intoxication. It's a drugged state, actually, or intoxicated state, pleasure, quote, of mastery control over the other. So that's a negatively oriented sexual energy transfer. Sexual energy transfer of negative polarity. <clears throat> now, we're not going to have a lot of time here, but um, briefly, quickly, 32.5 and 32.6, if anybody needs to go, I understand. These are um, the further discussion of sexual energy transfer above the diaphragm, 32.5, Ross said, with the green ray transfer of energy, you now come to the great turning point sexually, as well as in each other mode of experience or transfer. The green ray may then be turned outward, <clears throat> the entity then giving rather than receiving. That's the heart of green ray is, is giving or offering. The first giving beyond green ray is the giving of acceptance or freedom, thus allowing the recipient of blue ray energy transfer the opportunity for a feeling of being accepted, thus freeing that other self to express itself to the giver of this ray. It will be noted that once green ray energy transfer has been achieved by two mind-body-spirit complexes, actually, in mating, meaning two people having sex, <clears throat> once one of them has a green ray activation, then there may be green ray transfer. Once there's a green ray transfer, the further rays are available without both entities having to progress equally or at the same speed. Thus, a blue-ray vibrating entity, or indigo-ray vibrating entity, whose other ray vibrations are clear, meaning below blue, <clears throat> may share that energy, meaning blue and indigo, with the green-ray other self, not having much developed wisdom or unity awareness, thus acting as catalyst for the continued learned teaching of the other self, teaching themselves, learning by themselves what it means to be what, what blue and indigo ray activation is all about. Until another self reaches green ray, such energy transfers through the rays is not possible. And <clears throat> so very briefly, the turning point in evolution is, is green ray. Uh, the center of the seven rays is four. The center of the seven rays seen spherically as a, as a bullseye, the bullseye core center is green. It's the pivot. Their density is the pivot uh, of the two paths in uh, octave, octavic soul evolution uh, associated with green. 
<clears throat> and so there's the relation between yellow and green. They're not too far apart, actually. And the diaphragm, uh, as the physical manifestation of the the boundary between the higher unveiled dimensions and one, two, three, <clears throat> which are physical, biochemical, <clears throat> material, but not metaphysical, um, <clears throat> the diaphragm is really not a big problem. <laughs> the the veil is permeable. <clears throat> Likewise, um, the physical and the metaphysical are inseparable. Uh, therefore, uh, spirit complex is always available. Love is always available, though the moment contains love. And so, it's just humanity that has been really screwed by Orion <laughs> and the 3D negatives uh, who are in tow, uh, in their toto, um, that are doing job on, on humanity in alignment with Orion um, that has kept humans or these 3D uh, re repeaters repeating, these 3D souls repeating. <clears throat> and so Green Ray is critical in soul evolution. It's critical in the nature of sexual energy transfers or the nature of sexuality, whether there is or is not love. But again, you better need to better understand what love is. It's not um, saccharin. It's not cotton candy. Um, it's very much associated with open, open beingness, unconditional accepting, uh, non-controlling, and harmlessness. <clears throat> uh, but it's very much associated with deep honesty, too. Green May then turned outward rather than experiencing it for oneself or living in love. One is sharing in love or sharing being. <laughs> sharing non-control. <laughs> sharing harmlessness or being harmlessness, which is itself an offering. First, giving beyond Green Ray <laughs> is, give, is Green Ray, actually. The first giving beyond the internalized green ray of experiencing that for oneself, the first giving is offering the nature of green ray itself, which is freedom, acceptance, and then Ross saying, allowing the recipient of blue ray energy transfer, <clears throat> um, because the first giving after green ray, you can say, is blue ray, but um, implicit in that giving of blue ray or allowing you know, or, or facilitating blue ray, meaning honest communication. The first, allowing the other to be honest and honestly express themselves is a giving of green ray supporting blue ray. <laughs> but green and blue is one, the green ray, the green blue center, the blue green center, Ross said. So they're really two sides of the same. But uh, it's about within or without or uh, giving versus exchange. Uh, the one who receives blue ray transfer receives the giving of unconditionally accepting uh, uh, an unconditionally accepting field in which both may be honest and both may express. So the giving of acceptance or freedom, I accept you as you are, I wish you to be free as you are, is uh, comparable or, or <laughs> you know, naturally flows into Blu-ray transfer, which is the giving uh, of uh, an open, accepting, non-controlling field in which the person may express himself fully and be free uh, to be, you know, may be free to freely accept themselves or freely express themselves because they're going to be accepted in that uh, expression unconditionally. The field of unconditional accepting of free expression. 
a field of unconditional acceptance of each free expression, each one's free expression. Then, um, the further rays are available because a green ray is the big open field, is the is open field of unconditional accepting, embrace, uh, allowance, you know, unconditional allowance of all that is to be as it is and to express itself as it is. That allows all the higher rays to come into play naturally. And then until one reaches the green ray, the higher transfers don't come. And so when you're working with not just having sex with, but being with, physically standing, sitting with somebody who themselves is not comfortable in green ray, but is heavily blocked one, two, three, lower triad blockage is strong. They don't know, they know, they don't love themselves maybe much, or they don't know love much, or they have low self-esteem or low self-value, low self-worth. They have a conviction that they have low self-worth. They have a conviction of low self-value. I know I'm worthless. A lot of people have that. I know I'm no good. I know I'm just a, a chump. I'm just a fool. I'm just a bup, bup, bup. That kind of... Um, <laughs> believed or, or uh, assumed low self-value is very green ray blocking <laughs> or green ray blocked and um, that person may have a very limited capacity for receiving wisdom that will have a li- limited capacity to um, vibrating with love a very limited capacity to understand what unity is or all is one or all is the creator very limited capacity to experience green blue indigo because green is so blocked. Finally, <clears throat> 32 6, what about indigo ray? And um, yeah, there's a big difference between indigo and blue ray transfers. This is be where we end for today. And again, if somebody needs to split, I know. Ross said the green, the indigo ray, 32 6, the indigo ray, 6, is the ray Ajna chakra. The indigo ray is the ray of, shall we say, awareness of the creator as self. Thus, one whose indigo ray vibrations have been activated can offer the energy transfer of creator to creator. This is the beginning of the sacramental nature of what you call your bisexual reproductive act, meaning male and female sexual union, male and female biological sexual union. It is unique in bearing the allness, the wholeness, the unity in its offering to other self. And this is where we'll leave for today. Then finally, oh, sorry... 37, the violet ray, just as red ray, is constant sexual experience, It's ex- meaning it's always there. It's experienced by other self, may be distorted or completely ignored or not apprehended by other self, meaning you may get it or not get it, <clears throat> but it's always there. However, violet ray being the sum and substance, the substance, that's an esoteric term, of mind-body-spirit complex as a whole, surrounds and informs any action by mind-body-spirit complex. You know, infinity is... God is, uh, unity is, totality is, whether you know it or not, the light is on or off. As for indigo ray, uh, the way of coming to seventh ray activation or engagement, indigo ray, awareness of creator or self. Now a Buddhist, you know, there are lots of Buddhist monks and adepts and uh, Sotapanni and Arahan that have pretty well developed indigo ray and will never say that creator is the self. Never, never. <laughs> they never think about creator. They never think about a solid, substantive self. Okay, so, but you can, <laughs> you're you're foolish if you think their their indigo ray is uh, not well developed. Their indigo ray is uh, 
superlative in development. Meanwhile, they'll never use language such as creator of self. Okay? So there are other ways of talking about maximal indigo reactivation. <clears throat> How about uh, awareness of um, emptiness, sunya, or inichanata dukkha, three marks. Uh, awareness of the insubstantiality of uh, apparent self-other um, dichotomy duality. The emptiness and insubstantiality of the apparently separate self. Or the emptiness of all naming activity. Mm, the uh, sunya of, of the five skandhas. They would know that. <laughs> so they don't talk about creator and self, but we can use Ra's, Ra's language. It's the sense that totality is all there is, or, or source, creator as source, is all. There's nothing outside, there's no, no creation. The creation is essentially, uh, the, the true nature of all creation and created beings or beingness is its creator, or is its source. So, source and manifestation the, the, is, one, is one life, or all life is, um, a direct, is a direct manifestation of its infinite source. And so, this, you know, offering of energy transfer of creator to creator, it's awareness of totality or unity that's offered. It's not even offered, you see. It's simply the person lives in their true nature. Uh, indigo indigo <coughs> ray activation, six ray activation means um, one, one knows and lives increasingly one's true nature. And one has no purpose in, in activity aside from the natural um, non-intentional non-deliberate uh, expression of one's true nature of true nature one knows true one knows one's true nature to be the true nature of all living in that true nature naturally true nature is expressed and intentionality falls away thy will be done uh, not my will but thine um, is lived naturally <clears throat> and so that's what Ra calls energy transfer of creator to creator, and that awareness um, is the beginning of sacramental uh, awareness of the consecrate nature of all life, the consecrate hallowed nature of life, as Ra said. So that's where we're going to end at the uh, top of the column. Next time we're going to um, look into session 87 and nope, sorry, uh, 88 and it's 25 exchanges and we get back to the tarot and actually most of it is tarot and um, we can understand the archetypes from a, from a deeper perspective and integrate some other teachings like catalyst and polarity and the chakras so anyway thank you for being here I appreciate this opportunity uh, please take good care of yourselves and good night <coughs>